Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Vince Morris, and he is with One Digital. Welcome. Thanks, Lee. Glad to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about One Digital. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so One Digital is nation's leading um, strategic advisory firm. We cover or help uh, really employers with workforce and human capital management that uh, includes employee benefit services like healthcare insurance, and then retirement plan consulting, so 401k, 403b type stuff, and then HR consulting. So really everything kind of focused around the employee, Lee. And then is it primary consulting or you're actually kind of doing the work as well? Both. Uh, so we act as a consultant and, and it really depends on which, uh, which kind of offering the client is, is looking for, or whether it's a full package around workforce consulting. But what, what we're really trying to do is optimize uh, the employee so that there's a ROI return back to the employer. And so while most of our conversations always start with the employer, uh, it generally leads to uh, being about the employee. And then so you're able to help kind of manage the HR side of their business for them? Yeah, HR uh, benefits, um, you know, anything that might be uh, related to, again, kind of that workforce. So from an HR consulting standpoint, maybe uh, a small employer needs an employee uh, handbook or, you know, needs to work through some employment issues, offer letters, things like that. So we can do a full assessment around an employer and then really what the company was founded on is employee benefits. So healthcare insurance and making sure, you know, the, that uh, an employer is um, using a benefit that actually benefits the employees and, and at a lower cost in the marketplace. So we do a lot of consulting work around that. And then on the retirement side, it's around retirement readiness, making sure that that employee base is on track for retirement. And then, you know, suggesting consulting and plan design things that will help the employer uh, make sure that that they have the right plan in place for them at the right cost. Now, what is the kind of sweet spot for you in the marketplace? What uh, types of industries are you in and what types of customers do you typically serve? We're really uh, in the small and mid-market segment. However, we have clients that go up to, you know, that are north of 10,000 employees but I would say, you know, our, our focus has always been kind of in that, that small to mid market, 500 employees and, and kind of under. Uh, but we definitely have uh, the ability for HR consulting to go up market. Uh, we also have a global benefits uh, division, which really focuses on, you know, multinationals. And if you have a, if you're a large enough employer, might have people overseas and they need health benefits. How do you deal with that as an employer? So really we're across multiple sizes and we even have some companies that are, are publicly traded. Uh, overall, One Digital has about 60,000 employees so or employers. So you kind of you see the gambit on, on size 
narrowly. Now, are you are you run as kind of this national enterprise, or do you have kind of boots on the ground around the country? Yeah, so we're based in Atlanta, uh, but we offer solutions in more than a hundred different offices. Uh, we have about forty five of those uh, geographical locations. Also, offer retirement and, and wealth services, and so you really see a national footprint. Uh, you know, running from California, New York down to Florida and uh, with those 100 offices. And so we're able to put boots on the ground. We also offer a large enterprise solution that is based out of uh, Atlanta, in which uh, we really focus in the smaller end of the market. But we have uh, folks that are dedicated to be able to service, you know, your small business and do it in a very um, cost efficient manner by having centralized services and, and kind of remote sales and those type of things. And then what's your role with the company? I am the president of the Retirement and Wealth Division and also receive the uh, Registered Investment Advisor ent- entity. So my function is really around making sure that we're being innovative in, in the retirement space. So when we have re- uh, retirement plan advisors to go out to consult on their uh, employer's 401ks, or making sure that employees have access to financial advice through their employer. Uh, all of that kind of rolls up to me. Then uh, what's your backstory? How did you get into this line of work? Uh, you know, it was very interesting. I In college, uh, I got an economics degree, and I actually uh, participated in what was known as the AT&T Investment Challenge, where you used kind of a, a fake uh, money and, and got to invest it. And I won that uh, investment challenge for the state of Kansas and had always kind of been interested in in stocks and and markets and Wall Street and that type of thing. And so out of college, uh, once I graduated, I went to work for Prudential Securities, uh, kind of a a wirehouse and and were, you know, helping people invest their money and really uh, got introduced to the retirement plan side of the, the business, the 401k consulting business. And just gravitated to that and uh, eventually ended up owning my own company with an employee benefits firm in in Kansas City. We were very successful and fortunate in building that up and then just uh, saw a larger opportunity uh, on a national basis with One Digital and what they were trying to accomplish. And so uh, I sold that business to them in January of last year of 2020 and just very fortunate with being able to work with all the One Digital executives uh, based out of Atlanta and uh, um, they're seeing their vision for what they're trying to accomplish in the marketplace, which I think is is a little bit different. Now, um, One Digital has been pretty aggressive when it comes to acquiring firms like yours, right? Yeah, I mean, that's been a strategy. You know, early on, they were they were kind of a dot-com uh, business really early on wanting to do kind of health insurance directly into the market. And uh, of course, they were founded in 2000, and then the dot-com bubble happened, and uh, they they made a shift to where they were going to support other brokers uh, and really do it in a, in a very efficient, uh, advanced technology way. Uh, so they went to a lot of other uh, brokers that were selling healthcare and said, hey, give us, give us your small and mid-market uh, blocks of business, and we'll service those and, and uh and take on that responsibility and still give you a referral fee for it. And so that's how they kind of built their business until, until 2012 ish that they actually started acquiring branch offices out in the marketplace. And ever since have been very, very successful 
at uh, acquiring employee benefits. And then uh, in January, they uh, entered into the retirement and wealth space by buying my firm and, and 14 other firms nationally to really uh, create that national consulting around uh, retirement and, and wealth. So the whole vision of coming to the marketplace is this vision and concept of health, wealth, and retirement. So then um, when they're on this kind of path to, so that I would imagine they're going to continue that to continue acquiring uh, the smaller to mid-sized firms in local markets that are important to them? Yeah, I mean, we did, uh, I believe, 37 acquisitions in 2020. Uh, the pipeline is really full going into 2021. And uh, that is, that's a key strategy for us to continue, can continue to grow. And now I think we've got multiple areas where we can do that, right? We can do it in the retirement section uh, of the business or the wealth or um, the employee benefits side on a traditional healthcare broker. Or what you may see us uh, do more of is multi, what we call multi-lines, where uh, a firm may have PNC, EB, and retirement. And so now we're squarely positioned to be able to uh, to acquire and partner with those. And, and we're looking for people that are really you know, like-minded, uh, they're, they're a great cultural fit, uh, they buy into the vision of how we're going into the marketplace. Uh, they're not wanting to sell and go away, they wanna sell and stay. Uh, and become part of a, uh, a really a company of consequence and a company company that's uh, uh, doing something different in the marketplace. So you're not looking for that person that's, you know, looking for the way out. You're looking for somebody who's looking for a way up. That's right. That's a, that's a great way to put it. I may have to use that. <laughs> so it's, for, I would imagine, so it's younger folks that are um, kind of bullish on all this and want to, want to expand and kind of maybe build an empire and, and make a, a kind of a bigger impact. And one digital partnership allows that to happen. Yeah. I would think of it as, as we, with the technology background that one digital has, uh, there's a there's an opportunity for really a small business person that wants to to leverage size and scale in a local market uh, to outsource basically a lot of the operational details that might be distracting to to a small business owner to us and then really focus on things that matter, which is that client experience and engaging with the client and then business development, right? Growing the business. So uh, in a lot of our acquisitions. Uh, basically, they get to kind of refocus, re-energize their their career. Uh, we do, uh, we're, you know, a lot of the members and employees of One Digital own, own stock, so uh, they still have wealth creation as part of um, part of our process. And so, overall, yeah, we're definitely looking for builders in the marketplace. And again, this vision of coming together that you can't have you can't have great healthcare without financial well being. And if you don't have healthcare uh, and control costs there, it's hard for people to have a great financial well-being. So we believe those things are interlocked. And so, you know, if your employees are financially, mentally, and 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 uh, better well uh, on the healthcare side, then they will produce an ROI back to the employer. So it's it's a way that an employer can invest into their people and get a return. Now, um, when you're looking for an acquisition partner in a given market, are these folks coming to you now or is this something you're saying, okay, I want to kind of work in and around the Midwest. So let's target some, you know, up and coming firms there. Like how, like, 
what does the chicken and egg kind of scenario look like? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. So we do have a dedicated M&A team uh, that is out uh, and we source most of our own deals. So, you know, we know who the players are in various geographical markets. Uh, We would like to, you know, enter a market. And so, you know, we make a list of all the people we want to talk to. Uh, and then we have internal folks that kind of reach out and start trying to build a relationship. And everybody's at a different point in their career and lives. And and so, you know, some conversations may go on years uh, before we get an opportunity to to bring them into the family. Uh, some conversations happen very quickly and uh, we can, you know, move to uh, to right away to to seeing what that would look like if they integrated into the one digital family. So I think. Um, you know, as far as which markets, that's that's a, a lot to be determined based on. Do we have other relationships there, other uh, clients that are in that market that uh, we could go and and again kind of look at this holistic approach and, and cross sell opportunities. Um, sometimes opportunities just present themselves in a market that maybe we weren't thinking about, but since they've approached us, we would take a look at it and continue to kind of like have that conversation and and just have a strategy is what that would look like and how could we build around that with other lines of business. So how has retirement business changed uh, with the advent of um, kind of how the, I guess the market has shifted in terms of, uh, you know, there was a time where there was stocks and bonds and, and you would be able to make money fairly safely with these kind of uh, consistent interest rates that were, an okay return. And now interest rates are like next to nothing. So now it's more kind of, uh, equity focused and that's, you know, higher risk. So, uh, how has, um, how have you seen the retirement kind of landscape change in terms of getting the returns and the safety that clients typically are striving for? Yeah, that's a great observation, uh, Lee, that interest rates are not, um, are not where they should be, which, uh, makes it really hard on uh, people that want a fixed rate return or something more conservative in the marketplace. And we do see uh, a migration or a little bit of a risk up, right, to get the returns that, that people want in the marketplace. Most, when I think of retirement plan consulting and the retirement side of the, the fence um, relative to maybe wealth management, retirement is primarily right now for an accumulation so it's a way for uh, a massive amount of people through their employer to be able to save. Matter of fact, we know that when someone's offered um, a retirement plan, they're 10 times more likely to save than if not offered one and they have to do it through an IRA. So <clears throat> it's a savings vehicle and that compounding, uh, you know, just from participating in the plan, compounding returns over a long period of time, most retirement plans are heavy in the, the equity side. So I would say, you know, on average, a uh, retirement account is probably a 60-40, 60 in equity, 40 in fixed. Whereas where, where we really see problems with the interest rates is in wealth management, right? So I've already retired and now I'm trying to draw down my money. I'm 70 and I'm living off of it and I need to make it last uh, for longevity purposes. And But I can't take the risk of the equity market. That's where we've seen really people get, get crunched on what is their... Uh, what's their ability to have a, a great rate of return. And they just can't do it unless they take on more risk in the equity market because of where interest rates are today. 
Yeah, it's a tricky thing, the retirement and wealth management, because there's so many unknowns. And then the market is, is so volatile now uh, compared to maybe historically. Yeah, I mean, we've had uh, definitely 2020, as we wrap that up, uh, was was a very volatile year. You know, we had 21 uh, trading days, which were the worst trading days we'd ever had in the history of the stock market. We were down 35 uh, percent, but it quickly rebounded to one of the, the most aggressive upturns that we had ever had. Uh, I think it was up 50 percent in, in 30 days or something like that. Uh, but so that that down and, and back up whiplash. Uh, and honestly, that's that's where we see value in in what we do inside the retirement plans. We were able to get out the message to participants and employees that are participating in those plans. Hey, stay the course. Um, here's a resource. We will walk you through uh, what you need to do. Um, all of those type of things. Don't let the emotional roller coaster get to you and the doom and gloom kind of get to you. Stay positive, and we have a great amount of communication that we do to those participants. And we saw that with our numbers of people moving to the sidelines, we had a really relatively low, um, low um, number of participants that did that uh, relative to the, to the market overall. And those people that cashed out in April, they missed all of that up, up run. And so being able to consult with people around what they should and shouldn't do inside the retirement plan and even on a wealth management basis is what we love to do and, and what we're really, really good at doing. Yeah, I think that that's one of the biggest benefits uh, of having a, a trusted advisor like that on your team, because if you're going to react and make big financial moves based on the news, you know, it's kind of too late at that point for most people. Right, right. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, in the market's always projecting kind of like what's next. It's it's not in the moment. I mean, it's valued in the moment for the moment. But really, what it is trying to do is look out what's happening, which is why we've seen the market run up over the last six months, right? I mean, at some point we get past COVID, uh, probably, and um, and the markets are looking for that into the future. And and again, just to come full circle back to to one digital. That's what we're looking at is like, if you think about pre-COVID, the labor market was really, really tight. Uh, it was really um, important for employers to have a, a great understanding of their benefits package, a great understanding of the cost of those benefit package, and, and maybe even think outside the box uh, to attract and retain employees. And we're going to get back to that level at some point in the future, Lee. And, and I think having a trusted partner like uh, one digital that can look at a total employee package and how one side of the fence, like 401k, impacts healthcare cost, or healthcare costs impact your 401k deferrals, uh, and that that's what we're trying to bring to the marketplace and and be different in that holistic approach. Yeah, I think it's a service that's needed, and there's uh, it's a big market out there. A lot a lot of business folks would love to get help in this area because it's changing so rapidly and you really need to partner with the best in class solution in order to serve your uh, employees. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, uh, you know, that was one of the main reasons we joined one digital um, back in, in January of last year is just the size and scale and breadth. And I was so proud of the way the team really jumped in and reacted to COVID and, and and the website that we rolled out, the hub 
that we rolled out around uh, COVID information and and the CARES Act and and really we pivoted from just hey let's sell another retirement plan or let's sell another EB plan to how do we act as this like strategic consultant to the employer and walk them through all the things they need to, needed to know as they as they faced you know this hardship in the marketplace and. And I felt like, you know, there were there were lots of stories and case studies coming out of that lead that where we really made such a difference that it, it probably kept the doors open for that employer and and ultimately kept the employees right employed. And that's that's our ultimate goal is how do we how do we help the employer with their workforce management issues and, and really optimization of uh, their labor and, and the employees and these individuals have the two main things that they are worrying about, the American family in general, is how do I pay for healthcare and how do I save for retirement? And those are two questions that we feel like we have really innovative solutions in the marketplace to answer. Well, before we wrap, tell me a little bit about this Truist deal. Yeah, so Truist was a great deal. I mean, uh, they, you know, Truist resulted from uh, two really major banks coming together, BB&T and SunTrust, uh, and um, Truist, I think as a standalone bank is the sixth largest bank in the country. And like a lot of banks today, they're looking at, uh, their core business, uh, and functions and looking at the non-core functions and going, Hey, is this really adding any value to our offering in the marketplace? And, uh, Truist, you know, obviously made the decision that being in the advisory retirement advisory business was not. Uh, really something that that they uh, wanted wanted to be in. And so we were fortunate enough to uh, really uh, be able to uh, take on that business and continue to service those clients. We picked up 23 additional uh, Truos members that became One Digital uh, employees on One One. And their geographical footprint was really uh, strong compared to where ours uh, is in the Southeast and, and Mid-Atlantic areas. So we were very fortunate to get those uh, clients to join uh, the one digital client base and and for those employees to come over and join our family. So uh, what's next for you guys? We'll continue to be innovative. I think that you'll see a lot of solutions from us. So the the stuff we've talked about with uh, a vision of health, wealth and and retirement uh, right now, I think, you know, that's a different message that's resonating in the marketplace. And I think we're going to see uh, some really innovative um, technology that comes from that um, that vision. And how do we how do we tie this all together and do it in a very um, kind of digital technology way so that we can demonstrate an ROI back to the employer around uh, this concept? And I'm looking looking forward to it. We'll continue to do the M&A front. We'll continue to build our national footprint. And but to me, winning the future is about talent and technology. And how do you bring those two things together? So now uh, the folks out there in the markets that you serve, do they become one digital or do they keep their own identity? Or or is this uh, you're trying to be one digital as a national brand, but kind of hyper local? Yeah, we're definitely a, uh, more of an operational company than just a roll-up strategy. So uh, again, we don't really want to buy somebody that's just uh, just buy somebody to buy somebody. We want to really tie them into our corporate culture, our corporate vision, and I think uh, the brand is a big part of that. Um, now, 
it's not necessarily flipping a, a switch. So there's a, you know, there's a migration that happens there over a period of time. But we we really envision everybody coming together as one digital and being part of the family. And, and I think there's a lot of uh, value in that uh, brand recognition and scale in the marketplace. Well, good stuff. Congratulations on all the success, Vince. And um, what do you need from us? How can we help you? Well, I just think uh, being able to participate in something like this is great, Lee. You have a great show. Um, and, we, you know, Alan is a, a great city to be headquartered in. And so just really, uh, really thankful uh, and grateful to be able to, to be on, on the show. And uh, I appreciate it. And if somebody wanted to learn more, have a uh, more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Uh, it is onedigital.com. So we keep keep it simple, and uh, there are profiles out there. So uh, my bio and profiles on 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 the site, but um, uh, would be happy to to talk to people in the future if uh, if if anyone wanted to. Good stuff. Well, again, congratulations on all the success. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Excellent. Thanks, Lee. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. We'll be right back.